Nation Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the Combination Nail Salon and Grocery Store. Groceries through Instacart, delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. The world is scary and we're locked in our home But now we have big microphones So you can relax, that's the name of our podcast Oh, we are relaxing today You can probably (laughs) hear the wind sounds coming through in this microphone Because we're on the beach and it's very windy So I don't even know if this episode's going to work I don't know if it's going to work either But um, what's more relaxing than uh, just being at the beach listening to the waves So... I mean, that is the name of this podcast, albeit ironically. Yeah, so we are currently um, in Santa Barbara. We came up for the weekend. and we're Santa Barbara. That's how Flynn says Santa Barbara. He always goes, Santa Barbara. It feels like that kind of place. It feels like you should say it like that, some sort of like affectation. Yeah. It feels so fancy here. It does feel fancier. And so anyway, we don't know if this episode is even going to work because we, like I said, we're on the beach and it is extremely windy. We said at the beginning this podcast would be, it's like our date night. This was our date night. We don't have a lot of time yeah. with all the children in our lives. So we wanted to go to the beach tonight on a date, and we're like, let's try to record the podcast there. So that's what we're trying to do. Who we knows what's going to work? I forgot about wind, my, my least favorite feature of weather. Yeah, wind's no bueno. You know who else does not like wind? Uh, Flynn Stockland. Flynn, yeah. He likes me to roll down the windows of the car, but it's very specific because he doesn't want too much air. Right. He wants air, but not too much air. Correct. So anyway, hello, everyone. This is weird. The only other time we've done this outside was uh, in our backyard around the fire pit. And there were cockroaches. We were assaulted by cockroaches um, and fire, basically. But that felt like somehow a more controlled environment. Well, it was because we weren't in public. Like, there's literally people walking past us and watching us do this right now, which is... You would think that after doing what I do for over a decade, I would be used to it. But it makes me so uncomfortable. I'm... I'm, uh, I haven't... Secondhand embarrassment for you and myself. I know. I feel like if I walked past us right now doing this, I'd be like, what are those people doing with it? (gasps) That's a sand crab. That's a huge sand crab. Oh, my God. We don't even need cockroaches. We got huge. That's a huge sand crab. Oh, my. What? That's a shrimp. Um, Eric just caught like a ah, a sand crab shrimp. I don't know what that was. I'm glad we're doing this. It's exciting. But yes, I'm also embarrassed for us. uh, Here's dog. What are we doing? Anyway, who needs to relax for you, you this week, Levy? Have you two people podcasting at a beach before and been like, wow, cringe? Well, the thing is, is it doesn't look like we're doing a podcast because we have the world's smallest microphone and, like, my dinky little vlog camera. So we, it doesn't look like a podcast, Love. It I looks like we're doing our own version of, like, a, a radio show I or, like I don't know. A professional like, podcast? I meant, like, oh, there's sand blowing in my eyes. There's a so random much. dog just, like, circling us, about to pee on us. Um, hi. hi! Oh, my God, Felicia! Oh, my God, we know Oh my gosh, sorry, we had to take a little pause because I saw my friend that I went to high school with and I used to do musical theater with her. She just walked along the beach and she's like, Colleen, I was like, oh my God, Felicia. Small, I was so excited. Small town. Very small town. So anyway, um, hopefully you guys can hear us and it is good, but we had to move locations because the wind is so bad that we were literally getting pelted with sand, like crazy. It was yeah. It was bad. Um, like there's sand in my mouth. Which yeah, leads me, eyes. which leads me to my first. Uh, is this a disaster? Uh, probably, but my relax for today is sand. 
I grew up at the beach. I love the beach. I'm a total beach girl, but I hate sand. This man is trying to be in our podcast. He keeps walking just back and forth behind us. Have you noticed that? No, I was talking about my relax. Oh, yeah, sand. Yeah. yeah. So um, so sand is my relax today because you can't get it no matter how hard you try. It's like how most people feel about glitter. That's how I feel about sand. Yeah, you wear sneakers to the beach. You get sand in there. There's sand in those sneakers for the rest of their lives. I feel like there's sand. Like if I go to the beach, it, what whatever I'm wearing is covered in sand forever. Like shoes, yeah. socks, clothes, I mean, electronics. Like there's sand now on my phone that will be there forever. People always say like... Like vacation wise, like I think obviously the number one destination would be beaches, right? Would you agree with that statement? Yeah. Now, would would, would could one also argue? Oh, our camera just fell onto the ground. <laughs> oh my god. Where okay. Is this? This anyway, is such a mess. So it's a number one vacation destination. I would say, geographically speaking, would be beaches. Yes, I, I agree. Think, could you also argue that a beach is quite literally the most uncomfortable place for the human body? Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. It's just sand and wind and sun. There's and moments of that that I enjoy, but being all salty and sandy is it's also probably the most uncomfortable I've ever been, plus the way the sun kind of uh, takes it out of you, you know? Yeah, totally. Like, we went to the beach today with the twins and Flynn, and it was wonderful and awful all at the same time. Like, it was everything. Um, so <laughs> Eric's having a hard time right now. Yeah, we left the beach covered in sand. Our kids were covered in sand. There's sand in every wrinkle and crease of their skin and of uh-huh. my skin. I wasn't even in like a full bathing suit. I was like fully clothed. And when I took a shower, there was sand in my butt crack. I'm convinced half the beach is in our minivan. Oh, definitely. Lous- it's lousy with sand now. And it's everywhere. And, I'll, and I, I don't think I'll ever get it out. You won't. The sa- sand stays forever. So like love the beach. Very beautiful. Very romantic. Sand? Eh, we don't need it. Lots of seaweed here. Yes, there's lots of seaweed here. I know you're not like a foot person, but let me, I'll just, I'll show. Oh, you've got tar. So here in Santa Barbara, we have um, tar all over our beaches. And it gets stuck to your feet. Can you explain the tar situation on the beaches of Santa Barbara to, to a layman? Well, we have oil rigs, like things that look like ships kind of that, out on a horizon. That man is now sitting directly behind me in between us. You can't see him on you can't see him on the camera. You can't see him at all because the lighting is bad. Lovey, stop! We don't want to see I think him. He really just—I don't know. He I needs think he to wants to be in it. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> you were wanting me to explain something. Uh, yeah, tar. So anyway, there's oil rigs out on the horizon of the ocean here in Santa Barbara, and I guess they leak horrible things into the ocean that get into our sand. And so if you go to the beach barefoot, which most people do, it gets stuck to the skin on your bottom of your feet and it's really hard to get off. So for you as a child, this was uh, an often occurrence? Every time. And in fact, the first time I went to an L.A. beach or uh, a beach in Hawaii, I was like, there's no tar at this beach. Like it was like shocking. Uh I thought all beaches had tar. I thought it was part of the like the annoying part of going to the beach is that you get tar. Ah! Ah! Oh, my gosh. You guys, literally part of the cliff that we are sitting next to just, like, collapsed and, like, dust floated all up into our eyes. It's, there's nothing, what more could go wrong? A lot, honestly. Environmentally. Like, we are literally right next to, if you are watching, I'm going to show you. This is what we're recording next to. This is a, this is a cliff you're seeing here. A very tall cliff. And part of it just, like, literally collapsed onto the beach. And, um, dust particles. Oh my god, it's still happening. I don't know that this is safe, Lovey. Well, there's all these rocks around us that came off this cliff and they had to get down here somehow. I, yeah, it's definitely not safe. 
Yeah, this I don't is feel safe. Yeah, this is a, a very dangerous situation for us to be in. Anyway, that's my relax. Sand, what's your relax? Uh, what is what's my relax? Do you have one? Yeah, if, maybe if you're listening, you're only hearing wind and ocean and sand being blown, but maybe you also hear uh, Colleen coughing. Uh, our whole family has a cold. Well, you don't. Well, I was going to get to that, but thanks for, like, spoiler alert. Well, not, you said our whole family. I had to say not, that you don't. So not, not COVID. Everyone's been tested. Um, Multiple times. We keep testing because I'm very paranoid. It's just a little, tiny little head cold. It's mostly just a tickly throat. Yeah, but all, both babies have, have been feeling kind of lousy and Flynn and you. And I'm, I just, I don't know if it's a relaxer or just kind of, you know. A brag? A, a kind of a humble brag about that I somehow have not gotten this cold. Yeah, I don't know how. Knock on Cliff. Because um, we've been around our kids 24-7 and been making yeah. out with me. So what, yeah, so what needs to relax is the amount of times that I've been sneezed and coughed on. There's, oh, there's something about a toddler and the way that they cough. It's wild. It, it is so primal. It's just, I'm getting this cough out into your mouth. Like, it's so, like... It's really, really intense. It's, it's very... Um, terrifying and the babies are teething so it's just all drool and snot and sneezing and coughing and you're holding them and yeah every everything is is like intimate it's close contact and so the fact that i haven't gotten this cold like i'm feeling pretty pretty hyped on my uh one a day men's multivitamins or maybe those juice shots do those do anything those juice shots that are like six bucks and it says we have turmeric in it and ginger root and cayenne uh, pepper and pepper um what else they got in those things I, vitamin c i don't know they burn though oh a rock just hit me oh the mic oh my god so many bad things are happening right now are we dying what's happening oh my god i could see the sand it's horrible there's so many rocks in my mouth um oh my god and did the camera fell. fall Okay, you know we're what? Gonna, we're going we're to take a break spot. and say thanks to our sponsor, and we'll be back <laughs> in a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Wow, guys. Okay, we are now safe and sound. What you just heard was me screaming about the cliff that we were sitting next to kind of like starting to fall on us. There was like a big gust of wind, a bunch of sand went in our faces and in our mouths, and then parts of the cliff, like rocks from the cliff, were starting to like fall, yeah. like pebbles. Colleen's great idea of doing the podcast at the beach. Like, uh, this was your out. idea, first of all. Anyway, we are now safe at our Airbnb away from the wind, and we'd love to tell you about Stitch Fix. We love Stitch Fix because they do the shopping for you. You know what's annoying, love? Like shopping and finding clothes for yourself when you could be having a personal stylist? Uh, yeah. I mean, we tried to go shopping last week. We talked about it on the podcast with all our kids, and it was impossible. It was so hard yeah. and impossible. Literally pushing a stroller around with two crying babies while also getting accused of shoplifting. We don't have to do that anymore no. because now we have Stitch Fix, you guys. Stitch Fix is amazing. It's easy and it's fun to get started. First, you just take a few minutes to set up your Stitch Fix style profile. Then you answer a few questions about what you like to wear, what you don't like to wear, and how open you are to trying new styles. Then Stitch Fix's expert stylist will go to work finding items exclusively just for you. Every piece is handpicked for you and it is unique to your style, your size, and in your budget, making it the best way to discover clothes that make you look and feel your best. And the best part is that babies aren't like screaming at you 
no, while you're, you're just, shopping. You're just, you're just filling out this quiz online and I did it and it worked. Like it was like all of a sudden they knew me and they knew what I liked to wear clothes wise. And you weren't wandering around a, a shopping mall with kids screaming at you. No, isn't I, was, I was actually hiding in the bathroom at our home on my phone. You know, I sometimes hide in there. Yeah. As you should. Anyway, uh, Stitch Fix will send you five pieces to try on at home, keep what you love, and then send back what you don't. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are easy and free. Plus, there's no subscription required. You can try once or set up automatic deliveries. There are no hidden fees ever. Sign up for Stitch Fix and get this season's latest pieces for women, men, and kids. Sign up today at stitchfix.com relax to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com relax to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. Go check it out. Try it. Try it once. It's not scary. Like try it. Try it once and maybe they send you like really cool clothes that you'll want to keep. Or And if you don't, like you can just send them back. Like just try it. Don't be yeah. scared. Try it out. Don't be scared. All right, guys, we're back from our sponsor. And wow, we are in a new location. It, there is no sand blowing on us. There's no wind. There's no rocks from a cliff falling on our heads. Uh, we are in the backyard of our Airbnb. And we're going to finish the podcast here because it's safer. I feel like people, um, I often see the comment uh, that our podcast mm-hmm. is chaos. That yes. It's, that it's so chaotic, which I never understood because it's just me and my wife having a conversation. So how is that chaos to someone else? I mean, I guess maybe it is us talking over each other. And but, yeah. but In any case, like I think that just was absolute pure chaos. A chaos. And sorry to all the listeners out there. My microphone was, we were like screaming into it. It was peaking. It sounded like garbage. I just listened That's to so it. It's so weird because like if, if you're just listening, we have the most professional microphone you could ever have. For Like we went top dollar to get, like for you, for you the listeners so that you could have Well, we do at home in our podcast experience. room, but when we travel, we just have a tiny little dinky microphone. So I wouldn't call that dinky. Where does dinky come from? From Dinks. All right. So anyway, I don't remember what we were talking about when the cliff started falling on us um, at the beach. I, 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 as I was being pelted with sand and a cliff was falling on, on me and my significant other, I think I still insisted on talking about wellness juice uh, shots. Juices? And if they work. And, and I've acquired a taste for them now because it's this kind of Bernie cayenne pepper, you know. Yeah, I don't like them. They make, they're too spicy. I wonder if they do anything. But maybe that's why I didn't get sick. We were talking about how... Well, I was drinking guys, them too, though. You guys have all had a cold for a week, um, and I somehow have not. I, and I don't know what why. I guess I, you know... You're well, just lucky. kudos uh, to me. Yeah, so Eric's not yet sick. I, and it didn't last Let's long. Say not yet. Well, um, <laughs> that was horrible. We have a couple microphones going, and he just banged his hand down on like a microphone on the table. So if we use any of that audio, it's going to be real painful. Um, anyway, so your relax is colds or children who cough on you? Yeah, the way children uh, and babies sneeze and cough. I just, it's so, you've shown me a meme before of like. A cat. Yeah. yeah. Um, of a cat making a face and then the text is every toddler coughing. Yeah. And they really do. Their face contorts into the weirdest looking face. And I don't know, it's it's bad. There's just a lot of snot. There's a lot of coughing. Um, it's It's been a rough couple of days, but it's it's mild. We're all fine. Yeah, it's mild and you're all fine. I'm just like shocked that, yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch it. And uh, in your face. In your face. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't catch it because if you caught it, oof, we'd be out of commission for weeks. That's... It's, True love. Yeah. 
That is true. Anyway, um, did people? Did other people have relaxes that you wanted to talk about oh, today? Oh, yeah, we should do a listener relax. That's a new thing we're doing. Yeah, so leave a comment if you're watching the YouTube video right now. Um, I'm sorry you had to witness the chaos that is this video. Um, but please leave a comment and tell us who or what you think needs to relax and you could be featured in next week's episode. Which, by the way, we said this week was going to be the week that we dressed up how we dressed in high school, and it is not, obviously, um, because we are in Santa Barbara and we don't have outfits with us. But we bought the outfits. We bought outfits of the things that we wore when we were in high school, and we will be doing that next week. So oh, yeah. look so forward to that. I'm so excited for mine. I have, like, I have all of everything. I have accessories. Oh, me too. I'm very excited about yeah. it. Anyway, listen or relax. Let's hear it. Uh, listen or relax. Uh, this is from uh, Wee Wee Hoyos. Oh, my. I think that's a real name. Wee Wee Hoyos. W I W I. Wee Wee Hoyos. Nice. Uh, she said that her relax is how annoying it is when you heat up a plate of food in the microwave and by touching the plate, you get third degree burn, but the food is cold ASF. Snowflake emoji, crying face emoji. Now I feel like I'm on the circle. <laughs> I love the circle. Um, so, yeah, that is very true. Microwaves in general need to relax. I wonder if we've done this before. Have we done microwaves before? I don't think so. Um, microwaves need to relax that it is so true that you like could put anything in there and they only come out two temperatures. It's either burning, awful, painful, terrible, hot, or still ice cold. Yeah. And, There's, if, and if it's burning and you have to wait for it to cool down, then it'll be like rubbery. So is there, I, my question to you, listener, is there anyone in the world that you know of that has ever put something in the microwave and it came out the perfect temperature? Does that exist? No. And I don't, I do not use a microwave. Never have. Have no use for it. The only time I use a microwave is a lot of children's food is like you microwave it. So that's when I use a microwave. But what? So that's using a microwave because you you literally use a microwave. Yeah, but I never did for me my whole life. And now I do for my son because it's, you know, if there's a lot going on, it's easier to like warm up his like, uh, he's got this mac and cheese where they hide carrots in it. Genius. I wonder if they actually do or how many carrots are actually in there. It says it has protein too. Any case. Uh, Any case, um, you take it out though, and I burn the bottom of my hand on the thing, and then I take the little cellophane off and try and stir it up, and it's not even cooked. So uh, <clears throat> microwaves are, are bullshit. But I know what you're talking about because when we were heating up my breast milk for the babies, we would warm water in a mug in the microwave, and then we put the bottle inside the warm water that we warmed in the microwave, and for some reason, always the mug was like boiling scalding like you'd use a an oven mitt to yeah. get the mug out of the microwave but the water would just be lukewarm mm-hmm. it was so weird so i don't know what that's about but anyway also it's suspicious that like foil explodes in there like there's uh-huh. some suspicious like you put some things in the microwave and it's suspicious how it reacts like what's going on in there i'd like to take a moment right now to promote quite possibly the greatest kitchen appliance of all time the toaster oven Okay, that's some really strong words <laughs> to say it's the greatest kitchen appliance of all time. I, I could I could live with just a toaster oven. You certainly my, could my, not. I could live out my culinary life with just a toaster oven. I dare you for the next week until the next time we record to only use a toaster oven. And if see if and no ordering food, like you literally only use a toaster oven, see if you can do it. Okay. Why are you looking like, shocked? I was, was You're not gonna no. do it. You challenged me, I'll say yes. But you think it's the greatest kitchen appliance? Name something greater. You're gonna say like the mixer. The mixer, thing. yeah, like a KitchenAid, KitchenAid mixer. Those are so expensive. Why? Why are they so expensive? They literally do what your hand does with a spoon. 
Yeah. Have you ever tried to stir like cookie dough with a wooden spoon? It's awful. It's like literally what I did my whole life because we never had a KitchenAid. We had one of those, um, you hold it and it's got the two metal um, whiskers. That, yeah. What is that called? Like a whisker, isn't it? No, it's called something. An electronic whisker. And what are those? That's There's a, a very simple word for it that is escaping me right now. It's not a, it's not it's a, a mixer. Not a whisker. A, mixer, a hand mixer. Hand mixer. <laughs> hand. And then at the, it was the best because that's how, what we would make cookie dough with, like cause me and my mom, because then you hit the button and then the little whiskers come out of the hand mixer, the two of them, and then you would get to lick the cookie dough, the raw cookie dough off. Yeah. It got stuck in the whisker, but it's like kind of sharp. But like that's kind of a fond, a fond pleasant memory. memory to me is like trying to get the cookie dough out of those things. I love that. That's uh, sweet. It's really tasty. Yeah. That's- so that's, that's pretty good. I mean, not it's not toaster oven good, but that was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, a toaster oven's, I'm not saying toaster oven's not great. I'm just saying that, like, it's a very, it's very a bold of you to just, like, blatantly say it yeah. is the best chi- kitchen I, appliance. Yeah. Like, what about, like, a can opener? Can openers are fine. I'm just saying, like, I wonder if all my toaster uh, toaster oven heads out there hear me, because I think there's a whole subculture of people that, like, love toaster ovens. But it's not, like, mainstream, you know what I mean? What do you- I'm a you, little bit quirky, love. You only use it for bagels, I use it for everything that I toast. Bagels? <laughs> Pri- primarily for bagels. Bagels are life. Yeah, I understand. You know. Do you use it for anything else? <laughs> I don't think you do. I think you just like bagels. I, no, I used to make like, you know, uh, bagels, pizza bagels, um, other bagel. <laughs> so you're not talking like the toaster where you like stick it in and it pops out. You're talking like the one that's like a literal like little yeah, oven. Yeah, yeah. Do we have one of those? Yeah, we do. Uh, we do. It's just like it always gets put away in the pantry. But like, yeah, you can because you can melt cheese onto things. You can make. Yeah, um, I see it. I see. It's like a little oven. I get it. And it also gives like it gives the crunch, the crisp. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like if you got something sogged from the microwave or whatever, you put it in a toaster oven, you're not going to get that. You're going to get kind of like a, a crunchy But crisp. it's like it seems to me like it's a quick oven. I think that is what it is. is. What a microwave is. But like the microwave toast- leaves everything soggy. Uh, right. And the toaster oven is like a crisp, quick, quick oven, you know? Okay, I'm getting it's on like, board. It's like, you're, you're it's like having a Quiznos in your house. Do you ever love? Did you love Quiznos? I love did Quiznos. Quiznos. I love did it. Quiznos change the world and then just fade away. Yeah, where's Quiznos at? Because then Subway was like, oh, uh, uh, we can toast subs too, and they're they, but they have a weird microwave. They don't. <gasps> oh, guess what I heard? The conveyor belt thing. What did you hear about Subway? I heard. They don't sponsor this podcast, no. so you can talk. In some other country, I can't remember where. I feel like it's like Ireland or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Subway's bread had to be classified as cake because yeah. the sugar content in the, the bread at Subway is so high that it's classified as cake. I've also heard that they have done ex- like um, scientific experiments on the tuna fish at Subway, and it contains zero tuna. Well, same thing with Taco Bell. Their beef, if you no- ever notice, it says like beefy crunchy taco or beefy uh, burrito. It's because it can't say it's beef because it's not. There's not enough beef in it to be considered beef, so they have to say beefy. Isn't that funny? Like I don't know what I'm eating when I eat Taco Bell all the time, but it does sound really good right now. I think I'm starving. Anyway, um, yeah, that's so what's in it then. Who knows, love? Who's what's in the tuna at Subway? Who cares? It's delicious. When Quiznos came out, mm-hmm. it was like a new thing. It was amazing. The toasted sub. It's their bread is so good. I love Quiznos. I haven't had it in like a decade. I love it. And I liked and I liked Quiznos, but I was like, Quiznos, I'm you you feel me. I've been doing this for years in a toaster oven. Mm-hmm. You know, with every sandwich I would make, I would toast it. I, I have a complaint. I have a complaint with Quiznos. 
the oregano that ah, get out of here with the oregano because be. who likes the oregano love of course it's gonna be the oregano it's, it takes it's too much it's well yeah. they just like it's so much there's so much oregano yeah. i definitely the after a year of it coming out i then stopped having quiznos like because it, it was so specific tasting mm-hmm. that it like you know like i could think about what it tastes like and i didn't want it anymore it was too yeah I it always that. tasted the same and everything tasted the same from there and it wasn't my vibe anymore. Maybe that's why they went out of business. How did? Why did we start talking about toaster ovens and Quiznos? Where do, how do we get on this? Because I said it was the best kitchen appliance. But we why talking, did you say that? We we're talking about microwaves because. Oh, be, okay. Now, nah, thank you. Thank like you. Microwaves. Um, Wee-wee doesn't like. Do we have any other relaxes? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, microwaves are pretty terrible, though. I, I agree with that. They're also not good for you. Apparently, apparently they like zap your food full of like bad things. Apparently, I don't know. I don't know anything about science. But apparently that's a thing. Uh, I guess it's not a relax, but it's a, it was a comment um, from Sierra Murphy uh, on the on the YouTube page of our podcast that said, "I want to know if Eric gets recognized or if fans come up to him in public when he's alone." Do they? Yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it happens. Yeah, usually not from. I feel like you get recognized not from being like my husband it's because they're like oh i've seen you on are you that guy from stalker are you the guy from yeah, good trouble I, mean, I would get recognized from my from jobs uh in public since way before i met you uh and i remember that was like the strangest feeling it was very like truman show kind of strange mental feeling that like if somebody's looking at you are they just looking at me or like do they recognize me or like you know what i mean i don't know it's like a strange thing to be recognizable in that way from right. entertainment or your work <laughs> but it obviously it was a way different level being in a uh, first being on your show and then later more so being in a, a relationship with you um, but I, I kind of love it when it is about you because it's people coming up to me saying I love your wife and I, I all my response is always like I do too you know what I mean and it's so cool that like a stranger will come up to me and tell me how much they love this person that I love more than anybody and I'm, you know, have a family with and you're my part. It's just the greatest thing to, like, have strangers come up and say that. Like, I love it so much. That was so, like, um, I remember, like, the first couple times that happened and, like, you would get so excited and be like, I just want to be like, yeah. I Like, whenever someone would come say hi to me, you'd be like, I just want to be like, see, I, I love you too. That's so cool that they love you because they get it. It's I want to say like, you yeah, get are, it. Yeah, these are my you people. You get it. Yeah. I love her too. And I always thought that was, the first few times you said something like that, it made me cry. It was so sweet because I was always like afraid it would like, bother you or something that I would get like, well, like recognized. My, my ego would be like, well, I've done stuff. I did it too. No, no, I just yeah, didn't no, know. I, I thought you'd be like upset that. or something. Yeah. And so I was like, I was nervous. And you were always just like, oh, they get it too. They like you. Just like, I love you and they love you. Yeah. And we all. And I just, it all made me cry like the first few times I happened. You were so sweet. And yeah, and for the most part, they're all, everybody's, they're all so nice. Like, yeah, everyone's you know I mean? so nice. Like, and, um, and they like, they know you a bit. You know what I mean? So they don't, they feel like familiar. They don't feel like complete strangers. No, it doesn't feel like that at all. Like once someone says like they've seen my videos or they watch my videos, I'm like, oh, okay. Like it feels like we're, like we're friends or something. It doesn't feel like I'm meeting a stranger. It never feels yeah. like that. It never feels like I'm meeting a stranger when I see Yeah. Um, but it is, yeah. But sometimes like a lot of people won't say anything at first. Like if they're, um, 
helping me in a store or something. You know what I mean? And they're like, okay, that'll be seven ninety five. Thank you. Uh, uh, I tell Colleen I said hi, and I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, I'll tell. You, uh, then uh, and I'm always and again I love this. I'm like, okay, what's your name? Yeah. And I and they tell me their name, and then I come home from where from yeah. the coffee shop, and I'm like, hey, so and so said that uh, they love you, and and to say hi. Yeah. And like, oh, cool. Like yeah. you know, but like you. Don't, no, it's it's lovely. You guys are great. But you I feel like you do get recognized a lot for the stuff that you've done. But also, I don't get recognized that often. It's it's not it's like maybe maybe once every time we go up, but not even. That's, like it's that's, rare. That's not true. I think it's kind of rare, and but I, and I'm sure the ratio of people that like actually um come up and say something cuz I've seen lots of uh people of note in my life out in public. Uh, people that I was fans of, people whose work I admired, and I don't think I've ever once said, "Hey, excuse me, I just wanted to say hi." Like I'm just not that type of person. So I, I so maybe it's wrong of me to assume that because I'm not that type of person. But I'm, I'm I'm assuming that there's people that are like, "Oh, that's so and so." I'm not gonna bother them. They're you know. Yeah, maybe. I hope you always bother me if you see me out. I love when you guys say hi. That's my favorite. I love saying hi to when you guys. Why would you want someone not to say hi to you? If I was in the middle of something with my children. Right. I think that's the only, like, if I'm, like, enjoying something with them or talking to them or, like, rocking them to sleep or, you know, yeah. I don't know. Or if I'm alone with them, it's hard because, like, yeah, that's those, those, but it's not that I don't want to say hi. It's, it's, like, come say hi, always. I think, I think I always say hi, but it's just, like, I, I don't know that I'll, like, want to talk for a long time if I'm with my kids or, like, you know, right. do a video for your friend or something like, like, I, but I'll always say hi. I don't think there's a time where I wouldn't want someone to say hi to me. Maybe if I'm like pooping, like if I'm in the stall next to you, like don't like, don't poke your head under the stall and be like, hey girl. I think that's fine. But if you're, if I, if you're at a urinal, like don't, don't do it. Has someone done this to your urinal? No, I don't think so. Are you sure? No, yeah, I don't think so. What's the weirdest place you've been recognized? (laughs) I'd have to think about that for a second. I don't, I don't have it on the top of my head, but I know that there are several stories where I'm like, oh, that was so awkward because I was. I know mine. I know the worst, most awkward, uncomfortable position I've ever been in when I've been recognized. You know what it is? Uh, have you told it before on this podcast? Not on the podcast. I've probably told it somewhere before. Can you remind me? Yeah. Tell okay. Me. So I had just given birth to Flynn and like literally just like they had just yeah. sewed me up. And I'm not kidding when I say just like 20 minutes prior. And so my it was right. My um, epidural had worn off. And they had just finished stitching me up and I had a lot of stitches and a nurse came in and was there to teach me how to go to the bathroom because after you have a lot of stitches and you give birth, you have to be taught how to go to the bathroom and take care of the area. And so I was tore up from the floor up bad, 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 like so many freaking stitches, very bad. And I'm kind of you know, coming off of drugs. I just had a baby. I'm a mess. And this nurse comes, she's like, okay, come with me. And I'm just wearing like the hospital gown. And basically we take it off so that we can see what's going on. So I am naked sitting on a toilet and she is crouched on the ground, like on her knees (laughs) in front of me on the toilet. I was in, I wasn't in the bathroom, but I was in the room when this happened. Yeah. And she's like head at my vaheen level. And showing me how to like spray it with those the bottle and what ointments and sprays and things to put where and how to deal with it and and I'm in pain and I'm like near tears just like ah like wincing as she is cleaning my stitched 
love. I'm gonna Vaheen. Why, why? I can't talk about boogers, and you can do this. <laughs> I can't say I saw a woman picking her nose driving. Stop everyone, it. everyone turns Stop off the podcast. It. Okay, and you're like literally violently talking. To okay, the I'm done talking about. I'm done. I'm done talking about that part. So she's she's cleaning that area, and it is a bad situation. And she's looking. I'm looking at her. She's looking at my lady bits, just a mess. And she looks up at me, and she and she says. I saw on Twitter that you were having the baby today and I was hoping I would get you. And I was like, oh, thank you. Because it was nice. like trending she on was... Twitter. She was so nice. But it was trending on Twitter that day. And she was like, and I was hoping I was get you. I was like, oh, thank you. She's like, I'm a big fan. Love your work. But she's literally looking at my stitched lady beds bleeding. Like it was like, and I was a mess and it, I was butt naked on a toilet. Like it was like. She was so nice. Like, I wasn't mad at her or anything. Like, I thought she was so sweet. But, like, and she helped me so much, obviously. But it was just, like, bad timing. I'm like, maybe just maybe she just waited five more minutes till, like, my diaper was back on. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, might have been a better time. But maybe that's just the moment she got the courage to say it or something. I don't know. But, like, the timing was just... This is not a made-up story, by the way. This sounds so insane. It sounds like I'm making it up right now. It's not made up. I'm sorry. Very much happened. So that was probably the most awkward or weird place I've been recognized was... Naked on a toilet with a stitched lady bit. You've established that. Establish it again. You don't need to put it in every sentence that you say. You made me think of something, though, like that's kind of related to this, where there's like, whenever you pay at a, uh, let's say, a coffee shop again now, they're always like, uh, take your order, and then they have the like iPad thing, and then they flip the iPad to you, and it says 15, 20, 25% for like a tip, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, service, good service, amazing. I want to live here, service, you know what I mean? Whatever it says on their iPad. And like, there has been times, and well, and coffee is like expensive, and like they're they're like tip twenty percent on or like thirty percent. You know what I mean? Yes, they're working hard, they're making coffee, but like sometimes the like the tip is more than the coffee was. You know what I mean? With the with the way that the math works out on this iPad, and so like generally, I think most people hit like fifteen percent. Like if and that's if they're being generous and like and even tipping at all, which we always do. We are good tippers. Mm-hmm. I'm a good tipper. You're a good tipper. But like sometimes you just like yeah, I'm gonna tip. I got two coffees and an almond croissant. It was twenty dollars, and so like I'm not gonna tip five dollars, but I'm gonna. Tip, I always do. But I'm gonna tip three dollars, which I think is I think that's reasonable. You know what I mean? I don't know, but now, like, but like, there's been times where I've been with you where like I've done that. I've tipped the lowest, which is still I think like you know more than generous. And then after this transaction, the person would be like, oh, also like. Say hi to Flynn. I love your I love your your work. Right. You know what I mean. And, and then you're like, see, you gotta always tip twenty five. I know. Because they, they always. Actually, that has happened several times for you, but I always tip the highest. Well, no, I always tip the highest too. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's just funny. That's like an awkward thing to whereas like you don't want to like you don't know what they think is a good tip or like appropriate or like they if they think that you're this like established person that like you should be tipping the most which like because yeah. you can afford you know like or whatever yeah. but you don't know that they're aware of who you are until after the transaction so you have to assume and then most likely they didn't have no any idea who you or well, I Well they know. they they deserve it anyway that and is, it's it's all hard that business it's, I will say um it, like I have no no ego about like things that I've worked on or or I'm so impressed by your career but like I, there's no ego about I'm, I don't assume that anybody knows where I am ever so it's always a surprise to me 
And I think you're like that too. Oh, totally. You're not like, they all know who I am. I'm I never think you're, anyone knows who I am. You're always like surprised when anyone yeah. is like says hi and is, and is nice yeah. uh, to do that. It's but, always a shock. It's always yeah. exciting. To answer your question, like it happens often and it's always uh, a pleasant experience, except uh, when I'm at a urinal. Um, yeah, so hopefully it doesn't happen there. But anyway, let's say thanks to our next sponsor before we um, finish up this fun little potty. Potty? <laughs> Podcast. We've done that before. I said we should call it the potty. Let's call it the potty. We'll come right back on the potty right after this message. Hey, lovey, do you want to know something that's really valuable to me? I think you're going to say stamps. Uh, stamps. That wasn't what I was going to say. I was going to say my time, yeah. which has to do with stamps. Okay. So. Time is very valuable to me because I don't have a lot of it. I don't want to be wasting my time at the freaking post office, waiting in lines, trying to find a parking You're spot. You're a busy working woman, working mom. And so are you. Which is well, why we yeah. love Stamps.com. If you're running a small business, every second counts. You can't afford to waste a single moment. So why are you still taking time out of your day to go to the post office when you could be using Stamps.com instead? Stamps.com makes mailing and shipping quick, easy, and cost-effective. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. You guys... It has been such a lifesaver having stamps.com. So many less trips to the post office. Yeah. Everything just, we just do it at home. It's so freaking easy. Isn't it crazy that like 150 years ago, some guy on a horse was like, I, I can bring that for you. I'll bring it there. Like you just got to fold it and then put it in this other piece of paper that's kind of folded with some sticky stuff. And then I'll bring it there. But here's, here's the catch. You're going to need a stamp for that. It's, it's a weird little square. You stick it, you pay me money for that. And then I'll bring it to that place. That's crazy to me. Not anymore. Stamps.com. Well, no, we still do need stamps. Well, I think. Yeah, but now we can we can print them from our printer. Yes. Um, we don't need like to talk to a man on a horse, Pony Express. You know, I wish we could still do that, but Who we can't. The system. Well, it exists. It's part of our lives now, and now there's stamps.com. So that's Eric's contribution to <laughs> this sponsor. Wait, no, I was reading the ad copy. That was actually somebody was. somebody from stamps.com wrote that in the ad copy and wanted me to say that. They didn't, but for more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you you need right from your computer and get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS. 1986 was the year I was born, guys, so you know that's a good deal. You're reading this pretty intensely. Streamline your shipping process with Stamps.com's easy-to-use software. All you need to do is use your regular computer and printer. No special supplies or equipment are required for this. You're up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. Plus, Stamps.com seamlessly works with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. So whether you're an office sending invoices, an Etsy shop sending your products, or a warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com is your mailing and shipping solution. Stop wasting time and start saving money when you use Stamps.com to mail and ship. Sign up with promo code RELAX for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click the little microphone at the top of the page and enter code RELAX. Go try it out, guys. And we're back. Um, before we move forward, I want to just bring up my favorite thing that happened this week. Because sometimes when we're doing these podcasts, I try to think about what happened during the week and things we can talk about. And, and my favorite thing that happened this week, it's, it's so good. Yesterday, we were here at the Airbnb 
And um, I was laying on the grass with the twins and they were giggling and just being so sweet. And Flynn was just like playing in the backyard. And Eric started to film it because he was like, this is such a for beautiful. Me. Yeah, just for me. Yeah. Just for my own like private. Yeah, for your enjoyment. Because it was just like a beautiful moment. Just our family just enjoying wonderful weather in Getting the backyard. Out of LA is so quiet and nice. You just hear and birds just and nice grass and real grass, not fake grass that burns your feet. Yeah, so yeah, it was such a nice moment. I was like, I got to capture this. So he's filming me, like laying there being sweet with the babies, and Flynn starts to walk towards the camera, and it's this like cinematic, beautiful moment. And Flynn, what is he? And then, to? in a total aside to himself, like under well, first as he's walking across the frame, you see him kind of twitch, and then as a total aside for nobody else's benefit or to hear to himself, he goes, "Keep farting." <laughs> And then, he, and then he kept walking. Then he heard us laugh, and then he realized, and then he 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 smiled so big because he made us laugh. But he never calls toots farts. Like no, he, he always them. says toots. He always says toots. So to hear him say, fart, I don't know, and just to catch it on camera was just so magical. It made that moment even more beautiful. And he really does take after you. It was so funny, you guys. Like he's just like walking past me. He's like, I keep farting. It, we've watched it a trillion times. It is so funny. So that was my favorite moment this week. Okay, so another thing I wanted to bring up that was a wonderful part of this week is Eric said something to me today, and I was like, can that be our motto for the week? Like, can that be, like, what we live by for this week? And so I wanted to share it. Okay. And Eric, I don't remember in what context you said it, but you basically just— I was just... talking about therapy. I was talking about something that I said to my therapist. Yeah. He said, what if it was fun? Yeah. And I love that because our lives are— um, are fun and great, but very stressful. Like having the babies is really hard. And, um, and just learning how to be a parent of three, like for us has been a big challenge. And, you know, we're, we're just surviving is how I would describe to, it. To be fair, I wasn't talking about being a parent or my kids, like what if it was fun or being with you? I was talking about something else more specific. Um, no, I know that. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I know that. I know that. But I'm saying for me, I'm like. i for that for their benefit. I know you know yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, of course. But, but you were like, I like that. Let's let's say that to each other all day. Like yeah, any hard moments. I feel like we do like often talk about how hard it is because it is hard. And there's validity to that. Like I, I don't, I'm not saying that we shouldn't ever say it's not hard or, or, what, or we should never say it's hard. I'm just saying that yeah, like. A, a, a line between like yes it is valid but like being like negative or you yeah. know what I mean when it's too you know focus on that too much yeah and so like we decided that this week like if like you know today at the beach like we took the kids to the beach and it was it was really hard <laughs> it was really hard to get all of the stuff that we needed the bottles and the wipes and the diapers and the outfit changes and the towels and, and the tents and the umbrellas and the, and the chairs and the toys and the buckets and the everything we needed for them just before this i would just go to a beach with like a blanket and be like yeah i'm fine yeah. I don't need anything else you know what i mean and now it's like i am that person i actually had one of those um beach wagons. beach wagons like i actually had that and I was the guy going back and forth to the minivan with all the stuff in the beach wagon with a kid under one arm and another one like running ahead of me I was like I'm like I'm that all of a sudden I'm that person it's yeah. such a trip yeah so yeah it's it was hard it was hard and and um you know the but Flynn loved it he was having so much fun and the babies were enamored because they'd never seen anything like this. this is the first time at the beach they'd never yeah. seen the ocean they'd never felt sand they'd never really been in the sun like that before and so um at one point eric and i were kind of getting to the end of our patience with it all just because it was just hard and we were tired and um it was hot and it was hard 
And um, but we had already said earlier today, like, what if it was fun? And Flynn was having a blast. And Eric's like, I think I think we got to go. Like, I'm, I'm starving because we didn't, of course, didn't pack any food for us or anything for us. Water for us. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah nothing. So, um, you know, we're starving and hot and tired. And I was like, oh, Flynn's having such a blast. And I looked at him. I was like, what if it was fun? Like, what if I put the babies to and sleep? I, and I instantly was yeah. like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, because it is hard. But like, what if it was fun too? And so it was just like a, I love that you said that. And I feel like it's made just even today so much more lovely because in the moments that are very hard, they are, but we also can go, but this can also be fun. And like, let's find the fun moments in it. A lot of those hard things like are hard then and you get so frustrated and you want to, but then in hindsight, like the first thing I said when we started pulling out of the parking lot was like, that was wonderful. And I genuinely meant it. Yeah. Yeah. So in hindsight, these things are always... Yeah, that's a good. So it's a good reminder in in like in in real time. But, so funny because our other merch idea was nothing is possible. But I Which also I still love. But I also kind of like what if it was fun? Like you yeah. know. Yeah, like a hard moment. So I don't know. I just wanted to pass that on to anyone if you guys wanted to use it in your own life. Like some, sometimes hard moments are just yeah. hard. Sometimes hard moments are just impossible. But that sometimes was, like what if it was fun? Like what if a hard crappy moment could be fun? Like what if you can make it fun? I just embarrassed myself because it was really cringy for me to see emerge because I don't, don't know why I, or think that I should ever have that in my life. But I, but we are, are working on new stuff, <laughs> yeah. I guess. You've told me. I, yeah. So that's why that was in my brain. Um, Whoa. I had to put a light on us because that's, that's what Eric's freak out was just now because I, I needed to put a light on us because it's getting dark you out here. Flashlight on anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's what I, I, I wanted. to tell a ghost story all of a sudden. You can if you want to. <clears throat> Go for it. Um, I don't know any ghost stories, but I when I, I went to camp when I was a young uh, a young man, and there was like a, one counselor who was famous for telling ghost stories, and they were all like horrific ghost stories. But we were all like so enamored, you know what I mean? We would have to go like go to the campfire with this one counselor because he would tell us these horrific, violent ghost stories, and then we would be sleepless in these dark tents in the woods, you know. Um, and now it makes sense why I like uh, true crime documentaries. Well, I never got scary ghost stories, and I love true crime, so I don't know if it's connected, Lovey. I saw, uh, you're going to love this. I saw a TikTok. Huh? Lovey? Am I speaking your, your love language? Yeah. Your real love language? Okay. Uh, I saw a TikTok that was like me watching a horror movie with my wife, and she like can't watch. And it's like this is a fictional horror movie, like with like a ghost or something, and she like can't watch, and she's terrified or whatever. And then it's like me watching true crime with my wife, and it's like her just happy eating popcorn. And, me. And, and the voiceover is her fingers were cut off, her yeah. feet were cut off, her ears were cut off. Her, yeah, so me. I, mean? I can't watch scary movies, but so I weird, love though, true crime. Can, yeah, I don't know what the, the difference is. It's one, a big difference because one usually true crime like there's a an ending like that's like resolves it and you can like be justice. excited about justice in some form usually. So lovey, Colleen, yes, wife, babe. Oh. Can I? Uh, I just want to take a moment here to say you're such a great mom. Thank you. And uh, I know you love me. I do most of the time and our all the time and our children so much and give them all the attention and love like that is humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's something else in our house now that you love more and more intensely and is given more care and attention. And that is silkworms. 
It's time for bug inventory. <laughs> okay, I do not take care of them. I do not take care of them more and give them more love and care than I do my children and you, first of all. The first thing she does when she comes down in the morning, she doesn't even say hi to me. She doesn't say hi to her. I'm holding two babies. I got Flynn there, too. He's being a maniac. She doesn't even look at us. She walks right past us all to her little cardboard box of silkworms so she can give them the mulberry leaves that she ordered on Etsy that she was so stressed about getting here in time because like what if the silkworms get a little bit hungry and then she has to pick out all the 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 already eaten leaves and their the literal silkworm poop and then clean it all out and then they can start the day fresh and she like this is a 45 minute process with her like she'll go out in the backyard and do it with her back to the house and we'll just see like her back hunched down for like 45 minutes everybody's screaming crying like that's everything. not and true and then eventually you come back in and go how's everybody doing that's not okay that's not true i don't walk did you past get them for flint? did you get them for you what i got you them for okay listen I got them for Flynn because we, we've gotten caterpillars before and they turn into butterflies. And the caterpillars you buy that turn into butterflies, they just live in a cup. You don't open the cup. You don't touch the cup. Caterpillars just eat the food that's in the cup. And then they walk to the top of the cup and then they make their little J shape. They make their chrysalis. They turn into it. You take the lid out and you put it in a butterfly thing and then they're butterflies and then they go away. There's like no work involved with these, right? Yeah. And so I was like, what other kind of caterpillars can we get? Because he loved the experience. of caring. He loves animals so much and, and bugs and everything and caring for them. So it's, it sounds really good to me so far. Yes. So he loves bugs, loves every kind of bug. And so we were watching videos and I found a video of silkworms. And we all learned all about silkworms. Fascinating creatures, by the way. Very fascinating. And um, yeah, I could I go did, into that. I but we're not going into that I right now. I never knew that they actually made silk. That's where silk comes from, y'all. Anyway, so I was fascinated by them, and then I found out that you can actually have silkworms, and you can take care of them, and then they make their little cocoons, and then they turn into moths. And these moths cannot fly, and they're just fat, little, cute, hairy moths. And Flynn loves moths, and he calls them muffs, and he loves them. He loves moths. And so I was like, oh, my God, we can get a little cute worm and he loves worms, a little worm that turns into a moth. This is like Flynn's dream come true. So I have to see if I can get these. And you can. And apparently they get them all the time for like elementary school classrooms. And like the class all gets like one silkworm that they take care of or like there's a class oh, silkworm cool. box, you know. I think people also feed them to lizards. Well, that's primarily the what they're for is like for reptile feedings. So I get these. I'm, I'm very disappointed in the the process that it has been because I get the little cup of silkworms. And a little bit of mulberry leaves. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, usually these kits give you everything you need. But, like, certainly this many silkworms should not be in this tiny cup. Mm. So, like, I found a big box because my sister-in-law um, had silkworms before. And I asked her about it. And she's like, oh, you can just get, like, a big cardboard box. And I was like, okay, cool. So I get this big cardboard box, put them all in there, and put their mulberry leaves in. And they eat all their mulberry leaves. Like, they're eating them very quickly. And I'm like, I only have enough for, like, two days. Like, are they going to make their cocoons, like, right now? Like, how is this going to work? So I'm researching online, and it's like silkworms literally only eat mulberry leaves. And how long does it take to how long, for them to, like, for the whole process of them cocooning and, and mothing? Well, this is what's interesting, Lovey. I've, I've done my research. I know And it seems as though this piece of information they're trying to hide from the Internet. I have found the answer. But, like, every time you search it, they're like... Once they're in their cocoon, it takes this amount of time before they become a moth. Once they are eggs, this takes this many days for them to hatch. But it's very hard to find when the silkworms actually become, like, into their chrysalis or whatever. And I finally found it, and it's, like, weeks and weeks. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's a long time. But that's nice because he's he loves these things and he's and it's an activity he gets to do with you that is like caring and taking care of and lo- and loving another thing. Well, what, I, everyone... what I'm worried about is the end game here because you're saying like, oh, this is going to be so much better than butterflies. The butterflies, he got to then like watch their whole life like life cycle pretty much, and then lift them up one finger and watch them like fly away into the world to pursue their own yeah the moths are gonna ha- die happiness. Whereas these mo- they're gonna cocoon, become fat moths that can't fly, and then from what you've told me, then they're just going to they're they're flightless insects. Yeah, that they might then mate die. and lay eggs. Well, good. Then... Well, this is even better. So they're gonna all this whole is gonna take weeks and weeks. You're telling me we gotta get all these mulberry leaves. They're gonna be in a cocoon for a few weeks. Then they're gonna pop out as as moths and just be like screwing like crazy I don't know die. well I don't know okay so here's the thing here's what I was gonna say so they didn't there's no instructions Sounds on good. this on this silkworm can box thing that said how often to feed them when to feed them how to feed them what they eat so I had to research it and it was like mulberry leaves and I was like okay I'll just get some mulberry leaves you know what you can't get mulberry leaves I looked I called every and I'm not doing this because I like love silkworms so much I just like living creatures and I don't want to like if I can help a living creature not die, I'm going to do that. It's like almost like your mother motherly instincts. She then made a, a mulberry leaf paste out of used mulberry leaves because she found somewhere online that you can make a paste. Like what was in the ingredients? It's like mulberry f- mulberry food like paste. But then so that was I, and that was a last resort. That. So I made it because I couldn't get mulberry leaves in time. So I had to order on Amazon like this mulberry like dough essentially like that you make you like cook this paste and you give them a little spoonful of paste every once in a while like make sure it's always fresh can't be dried up so I'm like doing this and then I'm like ordering mulberry leaves on Etsy and they get there and they eat through those in a couple days I'm having silkworms is expensive and I called every pet store how deep how every pet store like how invested are you like give me a number uh 10 out of 10 no like how much money (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like rated on a scale of No, like like hundreds of dollars. I'd say about a hundred, maybe two hundred dollars uh-huh. at this point on silkworm food, mulberry leaves, shipping of mulberry leaves, and the silkworms themselves, mm-hmm. because I don't want. And so then, anyway, I got them the paste, and I got the mulberry leaves, but the mulberry leaves were running out. So then I got them the paste, and then I was like, I felt guilty giving them paste because I'm like, these are silkworms; they're used to eating leaves. They need the little crunch of the leaf. They can't be eating because one of them they, need, of, the, they need the Quiznos. Yes, of the silkworm they need food it toasted. Yeah. And so I, one of the silkworms, who was making me so sad, he was eating my paste, and I put it on a little plastic spoon. And he was he was trying to eat the spoon, guys. He was I could hear his little teeth crunching against the spoon. And I was like, he wants to crunch a leaf. He doesn't want to eat paste. He wants a leaf. So I ordered more mulberry leaves. And I realized I'm just gonna have to keep buying these mulberry leaves on Etsy until they become cocoons. And I don't know how long this is gonna take because some of the silkworms are like two inches long and some of them are like one inch long. And I think I read that they had to be like three inches long before or something like that. I don't know. But I guys I don't even like silkworms. I don't like bugs. I hate bugs. We know this. It's been my relax. You won't, you won't go hiking with me. You don't. You don't go outside because you don't like bugs. But I don't want to hurt living creatures, and they're in and my. Once, I bought them. Yes, it's my responsibility yes, now. I bought them. They're in my home. I made the choice to like purchase these silkworms for my son, and I'm not going to be irresponsible once I've purchased them. Like I have to take care of them, and so like my, I am taking care of these silkworms like what other, um, what other podcast is there we can just hear about all this information about silkworms well anyway like, they're I'm just t- saying this is good stuff i just don't understand why they this don't sell mulberry stuff. leaves i called every pet store i called every nursery like plant nursery i called home depot and was on hold for an hour 
And then was like, do you have mulberry leaves? They're like, no. Why would you think to call Home Depot? Because they have like a plant section. And I thought maybe they'd have a mulberry plant, like a tree. And I could buy, I was going to buy a mulberry tree, love. It's like planted in our I yard. I literally was going to buy a tree <laughs> for these worms. Um, a tree. That, for worms that look like maggots. They literally look like maggots. They're really weird, weird looking. They're not proportional. You know they're, what I mean? They're it's, gross. They don't have clean lines. Like they have like weird. Yeah, they're weird looking. They're weird. And I was about to buy trees for them because they needed mulberry leaves. So anyway, this is like my big investment recently, and Flynn doesn't even care about them anymore. And like yeah. So the funniest part to me is that like Flynn has l- completely lost interest because we've had so them for weeks. <laughs> so now it's something you do for like, and you're a busy person, and a, you're a working mom. Of you know what I mean? But they're my responsibility. But, like, but you do spend forty five minutes a day alone in our yard taking care of these silkworms and I just I find it so yeah, it made me love you more it's, it's <laughs> I find it so endearing well anyway I'll let you go I'll keep you updated on but hey, it, no, we'll do a special um, when we get to this the giant uh, silkworm orgy extravaganza when they finally become moths we'll we'll, uh, we'll fill you guys back in on, on that Whole yeah, experience. we'll let you know how it's going. But right now, it's 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 very expensive. <laughs> Mulberry leaves on Etsy. I think I paid thirty dollars for one hundred leaves, and they eat through one hundred leaves in f- like three or four days. Mm-hmm. Thirty dollars, and that's not shipping. That doesn't include shipping. Like I've definitely spent like probably two hundred dollars on these silkworms so far. One hundred fifty, two hundred dollars. It's it's craziness. Anyway, that's that. Yeah, between that and cake pops. We're, yeah. you know, we're spending a lot of money on our kids and uh, anyway, and bugs. Uh, for, I wanted to say for anyone still listening, thanks. Like how, what happened at the beginning of this episode? It you was know, chaos. Because you know, we came back from the beach and started filming here. Like I, we didn't have time to record it before we left uh, to come up here um, to Santa Barbara. And I, who, you're trying to tell me it was my idea? That we record the podcast at the beach? 100 million percent. I kind of thought you said idea. you wanted to film it at the beach at sunset. You said that. And so we were going to film and it's you were a like. podcast. You said, I know. You said if we get there at seven, then by eight when the sun goes down, it will be setting as we finish recording the podcast. You had like planned it out in time. To, and you even said what beach we we're going to because you wanted to eat dinner at this restaurant on the beach. And there's only one restaurant on the beach kind of in Santa Barbara that's like literally right on the sand. It was and my idea, wasn't it? Very much your idea. I think sometimes I have I say or think things love and you need to you need to like like give me a time out. Like sit me down and say like hey, I try. you are not thinking rationally right now. I try and and I even said just so you know, that beach there's nowhere to sit. It's not much sand. It's basically like cliffs. It's like parking lot, beach, and Cliffs Beach, and it's very pop. And I said, it's the most popular beach in Santa Barbara. Just so you know, it's going to be hard to find a place. And you're like, and then we get there, and you go, well, if I knew it was going to be like this, I wouldn't have wanted to do it here. And I was like, I literally told you. It was was such a terrible idea, but I did have fun. Like, again, like it was fun, like in hindsight, but not probably not good for listening. So if you muscled through that and have made it then this far, uh, you're the best. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Um, and thanks to our sponsors. And hopefully we're going to go find somewhere that's still open because I'm hungry. And that restaurant on the beach is now closed. <laughs> Where should we do our next podcast mm. from? Like, uh, From me? I'll, I'll be cleaning out the silkworm cage. Okay. That's a good one. How about from the toaster oven? No, not like some place really loud and super not conducive. To our house. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Our house. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Goodbye. Keep farting. <laughs> You can relax. 
Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.